0: Hi, everyone. This is the first episode in our podcast from the UBC iGEM team. I'm Parneet Seiko, and I'm joined by my co host, Alice Hong. And today we're interviewing Dr. Ella Dudek from Future Fields. Um, so, Ella, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself and the work that you do at Future Fields? Mm-hmm.
1: So, hello, everyone. Thank you very much for inviting me uh, to be interviewed by you uh, for this podcast. And it's my great pleasure, and honor also. Uh, so who is Ela Dudek? I did PhD in Poland, where I studied, you know, studied biochemistry. So I was purifying proteins, characterized them. They were all recombinant proteins. And and then I I decided to do postdoc and broaden my experience mm-hmm. because I really wanted to learn cell culture techniques and working with a cell culture because Poland was only. E. coli, yeast, a little bit of uh, S. two cells, insect cells, but but I had no zero experience with mammalian systems, and I okay. found a postdoc in Canada, mm-hmm. and that's how I end up in Edmonton to do my postdoc. And okay, amazing. After my postdoc, though, I decided that I it would be the best if I leave academia
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I work for industry. But it wasn't, you know, that easy to find a a Mm -hmm. job in industry like per se, but there is this unique place at the University of Alberta, which is Applied applied Virology Institute. And they have a project where they produce recombinant protein based Mm -hmm. vaccine for hepatitis C. And I found a job there as a protein purification expert and biochemist expert, and I helped with process development and then purification at ma- manufacture manufacturing purification of this of this particular protein, and that was a unique place because you know even though it's affiliated with university, this is like very innovation innovative project which translates to uh, to 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 people's health and uh, it's like it's like industry but still affiliated with university uh, and i really admired and appreciated time being there and after that i joined uh, future fields mm-hmm. so as as you know quite experienced and older <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> individual i decided that I, I i was ready to to go <laughs> for it and you know leave academia fully and join startup which is another extreme right <laughs> yes, <yeah>. with, <laughs> but but this is where I thrive this is where I you know mm-hmm. I, I love this uh, fast-paced projects you know uh, dealing with problems all the times solving problems all the times and yeah. growing the company and working with people so this is how I I really like being in future fields, and with future fields, I was hired as a as a scientist, like you know, research scientist. Mm-hmm. Then I became protein purification and process development team lead, and right. recently I I became VP of R and D. So now I lead um, genetics group and also process development biochemi- biochemistry group. It's quite an
0: amazing um, journey, like a whole mm-hmm. like, journey <laughs> from going into like academia and kind of starting out first in industry and then now like into a whole startup and at Future Fields, which is great. Um, So Ella, can you also tell us a bit more about what you do at Future Fields or what Future Fields is best known for? I think we've heard a bit more about um, how you're in charge of kind of purifying some of the recombinant proteins that are produced, but can you tell us a bit more as well?
1: Of course, with pleasure. So future fields is known to be very cool company to work for. Okay, and we also want the best company, uh, the best startup company to work for. Yeah, that's but amazing. besides, yes, besides that, what we do is the the core of our system is we are utilizing Drosophila melanogaster*, mm-hmm. which is a very well known organism. Like for one hundred and twenty years studied, you know. Very well by scientists and used as a model organism. Mm-hmm. We yeah. decided to use it to produce recombinant proteins because right now there is a couple other platforms for recombinant proteins production, cell-based like you know yeast E. coli, mammalian cell lines, some some even insect mm-hmm. cells, but single cells and plants. Yes, yeah. and. We, uh, but we also know how wasteful it is and mm-hmm. how much resources it uses, how much uh, water, because, you know, you have to grow them in media, you have to grow them very often with, uh, um, you know, many additives and then you, you generate a lot of waste as well and you use bioreactors and bioreactors mm-hmm. by, you know, they design, they are not very sustainable. So we, we think we know that we have <laughs> we 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 have more sustainable platform to do the same job right. so to produce uh, recombinant proteins and mm-hmm. we started with very like you know not very complicated proteins to 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 just prove the concept yes because it it hasn't been known it hasn't been used for this purpose at all like josophila mm-hmm. so first we uh, we learned how to produce it at scale we have we have a group of engineers who design our own system of, of uh, how to grow drosophila at scale and and we pro, and we our main focus now is on growth factors because we evolved as a company supporting supporting cellular agric- agriculture so cell egg is in huge need of many um, a lot of uh, growth factors and right and they are also seeking into you know more sustainable factors produced in more sustainable ways so here we we are you can already see (laughs)
0: the popularity of lab grown meat is increasing
1: especially with the
0: climate change talk
1: yeah yes because you know if we want to feed this planet in the future mm-hmm. in a sustainable way we have to change everything we have to change the system so it's happening yeah. yes it's and i have a you know good faith in it <laughs> but also yeah. like yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know everything has to change too like because this is also unprecedented scale to use those proteins yes like because right now mm-hmm. People people use it for research. You know, you add here or there some proteins, like recombinant proteins to grow your cells, but to grow so much meat, like the, the usage will be also like ginormous, like very, very high. So we, we have to think of finding more sustainable sources of those. And this is where future Field thrives, okay, and helps the world. And now we are also exploring our interest into other industries because you know if we can support cell egg why can't we support uh, uh, other industries even pharma mm-hmm. which is you know yeah on the horizon far <laughs> further away but we we already started thinking of some targets some some you know projects mm-hmm. to uh, to to change it so yes so uh, in you know one sentence future field is this sustainable platform to produce recombinant proteins.
0: <laughs> yeah, thanks for telling us um, more about future um And it definitely is, like you've mentioned, moving also into big pharma and that's kind of a lot of where some of the um, pollution and some of the waste also comes from, especially we know that biotech is especially um, infamous for having a lot of waste, a lot of plastics and styrofoam, as you mentioned. So it's great that um, as a company, future Fuels is doing a lot to kind of become more sustainable and to kind of ensure that it spreads out in many different fields. Yes, yeah. And we're just also wondering, like as a scientist you mentioned working in like R&D, like what brought you to the work that you do? Like what is the reason, I guess, that inspires you to do the work that you do at future fields?
1: Mm-hmm. Because also uh, where still when I was in AVI, I realized that uh, you know I don't speak GMP language I don't speak that much manufacturing language <laughs> you know mm-hmm. like it's not yeah. where I where I see myself with quality control and right. and, and stuff because like it's different than you no know, scaling up I I love research right. I'm a researcher by heart and by passion and and I love development yes and mm-hmm. I love and I love innovation so I think that's yeah. why startup is the perfect place for me to be at the moment at least yeah, <laughs> yeah. yes but mm-hmm. this is I, I just realized that you know like m- like manufacturing I would rather I would rather stay on this research uh, research site
0: yeah it's really cool seeing like the kind of commonalities between your work in the two different places with both of them focusing on like recombinant proteins and like protein purification, but then one kind of giving you the opportunity to explore your research passions as well. Mm -hmm. And we were like also wondering that you mentioned that with Future Fields, it's kind of a startup and obviously we have different goals and different visions for like new companies. We're just wondering that as a company, what kind of sustainability measures are put into place and um, how does your company kind of ensure that we are moving towards a more sustainable future and kind of working together to combat some of the climate change that is happening and just in general doing your part to improve that for the
1: world. Mm -hmm. So Future Fields was started as a climate tech company Mm -hmm. and our number one core value is act on the climate crisis. So... Even, you know, uh, this This is the ethos of our organization and it draws a very special breed of people who mm-hmm. work for, for future fields. And that's also very amazing to work with people who are very much aware of all the problems we have in the world and people who are really into doing something about it, not only talking. And yes, future fields is is very active in implementing change and yeah. measure sustainability for ourselves. And that's a very great, great question because we are currently are undergoing a migraine Lab certification, okay. which, yeah. which was a key indicator of progress for the United Nations Climate Changes High-Level Climate Champions 2030 Breakthroughs Race to Zero campaign. I know it's very mouthful, but <laughs> it basically means that they there are trusted tools that was selected by the UN to fight climate change and the certification process has helped us to identify a number of opportunities for further enhancing our sustainability. And once okay. completed, yeah. the certification will serve as a baseline from which we can compare to upon recertification. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, we also perform a life cycle assessment of our platform, which involves tracking every input, but also output involved in each step of our process. So we check, you know, what we put on the column and what's the outcome. And based on this, we we do uh, this life cycle assessment. It's very granular, very, very detailed oriented. Right. And this will help us I, because we are we are currently in this process, and this will help us identify hotspots and fine-tune uh, our processes further. And mm-hmm. we can use this info to track things like our consumption and waste, generating a solid baseline from which we can compare ourselves to as process change. And also we have a lot of conversations with sustainability professionals across the industry about uh, how they track their own initiatives. And we are hoping to come up with our own industry informed key performance indicator in the near future, which will track sustainability initiatives on a quarterly basis. So it's on our radar and being more granular like we 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 think about this all the time so we think of when we choose vendors when we develop our processes this is always in our mind this is always what we care about from bench scale to large scale
0: in addition to all the measures you've talked about so far could you think of any like basic sustainability measures that are easily Im- implementable by all the companies out
1: there right now mm-hmm. Yes, so we, which, okay, we know that plastic, for instance, is a big problem, mm-hmm. yes, and, and research yeah. generates a lot of plastic. So we yeah. found the company, it's, you know, our local company, which actually can recycle lab plastic. So, of course, we, you know, we partnership with them. And they, re, you know, they they collect our plastics and recycle them, and you know, make other goods of it. Mm-hmm. We right. uh, we all know as scientists how much styrofoam uh, we, yeah. we we have here yes, in the lab.
0: Some yeah, we try a to upcycle.
1: Yes, a lot of styrofoam <laughs> <laughs> boxes everywhere. So yeah. what we do, you know, we try to reuse them, of course. But, but mm-hmm. we also found a company which which. Is able to recycle I don't know how I don't know the whole process because it's very hard to yes recycle styrofoam Mm -hmm. but they manage to do this and they collect our styrofoam and you know put it put it into give it new life and we 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 go through this my my green lab certification which is big because they really (laughs) look into Mm -hmm. everything and also we care about where we buy our chemicals from Mm-hmm. We really care about our processes because you can choose vendors. Yes, that already yeah. measure impact, environmental impact of their products. So mm-hmm. we support uh, we support all of those vendors. And I see, you know, because I'm quite old, <laughs> I've been in this in research for for longer time, and I see a huge change within the years. Yes, that you you can even have mm-hmm. an option to to choose from somebody who actually cares whose values ethos is similar to yours yeah so this is how we do this uh, you know day-to-day daily decisions and also we because we purify protein from the whole organism and this you know one particular protein is a very small portion of the whole biomass we Mm -hmm. have research programs to find the usage of our waste, which we generate from Drosophila melanogaster, so yes, because we have proteins, we have um, we have chitin, we have we have mm-hmm. lipids. So we do research on them right now, and we 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 will see what we can do with them, like which m- maybe other industry, maybe agriculture, may you know can mm-hmm. can take it and use it f- from us. And so we also care. About our own waste we create, and at the yeah. moment we don't. We, <laughs> yes, we don't know yet where we like what. What would what it'll be used for? But but this is mm-hmm. always in our mind. Like every step we take in future fields is mm-hmm. thinking about how can we be sustainable. How can we create waste less waste?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's really cool that future field is also moving towards kind of sustainable like agriculture and being able to use being able to help out in a way that kind of increases the sustainability of like food production food innovation because you can already see the kind of work that's being done um in terms of like mitigating climate change risk as well through like reducing reducing um waste production or reducing energy usage and in your experience in future fields how has the focus kind of gradually increased towards addressing sustainability Um, and can you tell us how um You've ch- it has changed in the history of future fields compared to where it is now throughout kind of the company or the startup's progress.
1: So, as I mentioned, because I don't think it has changed that much because that's a core of our company. Yes, Th- this is the mm-hmm. value yeah. one of the basis, basic value of our company to act on the climate crisis and be sustainable as, as much yeah. as we can. So You know, that's why this is how we started and this is how we, but, you know, yes, we learn, like we, we, we learn how to be better. We, we are very much aware about everything what's coming up. And, you know, like, Mm -hmm. as I mentioned, yes, we, we uh, partner with another startups, which can recycle our wastes. Yes. So the progress is towards, like, you know, we knew what we wanted to know, what we wanted to do. And mm-hmm. now we we can find partners, we can find people who who share the same values and and actually you know act on 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 those things like recycling and waste usage. And we 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 also have those you know uh, key performance indicators like we have uh, at okrs objective key results, mm-hmm. which you can, they are great tools to uh, to check the progress of your project, but also they are a great way to keep track of sustainability performance as well yeah. Yeah. and yeah we 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 really think of our every single step of our processes and if we see that they their improvement because we measure the you know like uh, because if something is with your heart, <laughs> yes, your head also yeah. helps you to act on this <laughs> immediately. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. So uh,
1: so uh, you know when we design we, when we design experiments, when we mm-hmm. when we you know start doing something, it's always in our mind. How can we do this <laughs> in a wasteless possible way? and most sustainable mm-hmm. and we learn from our mistakes because you know not every, not all the times it's easy or like possible but then we seek for solutions and we and yes we have we have an even person is <laughs> We we have a specialist on our team whose main job is to track sustainability and teach us about it and and yeah, he 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 finds our partners and he talks with other companies about their solutions. Because you know, mm-hmm. you learn from your mistakes, but also you can learn from another people, which is easier mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> if you don't have to make mistake in order to learn something. Mm-hmm. So we we do talk a lot and and especially the cell egg industry, yes, everyone is so yeah. much aware, like this is very, very much aware and educated people with Ready mm-hmm. to go solutions, and we are just open and we learn from them and we use their solutions as well.
0: Yeah, for sure. Cellag is definitely very um, aware about uh, some of the risks that come with uh, producing too much waste or you kind know, of being wasteful, especially with science. Mm. Um, and just thinking about um, maybe like the market that Future Fields has. Are you guys? More focused on like developed countries with the fact that like we're producing growth factors um, for different experiments, or are there also plans, or perhaps like have there already been plans put in place to move to developing countries as well a- in terms of our distributing
1: products? So we don't have like the only limitation for distribution mm-hmm. at the moment is where the companies are located because our our main customers right now are, uh, you know, sell egg companies because we, right. we, we, we really at the moment produce growth factors only. Mm-hmm. Uh, <coughs> so uh, we, yes, we, we provide to the, those uh, factors to any company which reaches out to us or like we, we also, you know, reach out to them and offer our product. Mm-hmm. And this is like within the world, but it's very much limited for now where those companies are located and who is interested actually in, you know, using growth factors for Celeg. So, like, so I don't know if that answers your questions, question fully.
0: Yeah, yeah, it does. Because um, you mentioned that some of the SELAG companies are kind of like the big players in um, Future Fuel's market right now. Um mm-hmm. Um, and how aware do you think the, the the public is about some of these importance of some of these aspects like surrounding sustainability, or even the importance of cell ag and what Future Fields does to kind of improve the aspect of making even cell ag more sustainable. So do you think the public is very aware about this or do we need to kind of come up with ways to um, educate the public about um, some of these ventures and why they're important?
1: I think that, okay, let's talk about sustainability first and then we can Mm -hmm. talk about Yeah, (laughs) Because I think, you know, uh, uh, sustainability, I think the public is becoming more aware as time goes on. Okay, 20 years ago, nobody even knew or cared about sustainability. This is how Mm -hmm. I see those things. Then, yeah. you know, five or 10 years ago, it was becoming a more of a novel idea. But but now I see that sustainability ecosystem is absolutely exploding. And like mm-hmm. everywhere, yes, companies yeah. are making money on doing things more sustainably. So, you know, you put money and then it attracts people always, I think. There are metrics everywhere to track improvements. And, you know, as, as consumers, we know that we can buy carbon offset of for flights and shipping mm-hmm. consumer goods. Google Maps shows you the most fuel 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 efficient routes. Yeah. So I think that right now sustainability has become front and center, which is incredibly important because we mm-hmm. need to succeed here. And and already a lot is in the line. And in terms of education, I think both are rele- relevant, you know, like the Top-down works great if there is trust in the organization, disseminating information. Mm -hmm. This is where trusted brands, for instance, and product champions can come in very, very handy. And also, but government educational campaigns are great too because they are so far-reaching. Even if some demographic don't trust that government info, the government can still set a baseline public awareness for sustainability issues. And I'm not sure if you are aware about the the recent study, which actually shows that if your government is pro, you know, Mm -hmm. pro sustainability, yes, like so. Mm -hmm. It's very, it's very important who you vote for, and if your government supports it, then your your country is doing better in um, emission reduction and you know it helps so uh, but also like you know this uh, bottom and interactive engagement is extraordinarily effective but it takes a huge amount of time having a person understand and realize their impact in real time not only creates individual awareness but also sustainability champions yes which we need more (laughs) and more so this is more personal approach and then, you know, they share their experience, they, they go and educate. So I think at this level, there is also uh, a lot to do and it's, it's, a, it, it's a very effective work. And in terms of CELEG, I see that also it's changing because it's not that, it's a very novel industry.
0: Yeah, I, for sure. I, but yes, <laughs>
1: yeah. So many, like I, I, think awareness is not there yet, mm-hmm. <laughs> like in in general. Because okay, I'm basing this on my population, the closest, you know, friends and people I, 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 uh, I don't work, but you know, I know of or like I know, and <clears throat> very few knew what cell mm-hmm. egg. Actually, maybe nobody knew before I joined even future fields. Yeah, uh, nobody knew what cell egg is, <laughs> and yeah, now still we know. It's a very emerging
0: uh, kind of field, especially the It with is,
1: too. It, it is, it is, and there is a lot to do. Uh, you know, especially for the companies who are in this industry or supporting this industry, to create mm-hmm. awareness of, uh, of, of presence of uh, such solutions. And we yeah. have to we have to you know break this barrier in people because you, I think we have to find a better name for this kind of meat because you know lab grown meat it's not appealing to population. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. <laughs> yes, I don't think we have yeah, a good. I would agree. Good. <laughs> so there is some work to to do still, but mm-hmm. you know I, I I have a I have a actually hope. Huge hope for for that we will be successful because you know seeing how you know in a, even general sustainability overview changed over the de- two decades is mm-hmm. very impressive. So and also like Sylag so like is you know in, on the high speed already of development. So I think it will be maybe faster with awareness. And like through developing the product and like working with a company,
0: have you noticed any kind of like government push or resistance to sell agriculture?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like you know, government is not like uh, probably uh, government is aware because there is many initiatives that they start funding. You know, there is nonprofit organizations that they mm-hmm. support. Yes, like towards selling. Yeah. Like. There is uh, maybe not in Canada yet but you know many countries they have uh, special you know they they te- they started they starting teaching people at the university so it's like you know a subject or I don't know departments yes like created for, towards science to do more science on uh, on celeg but in terms mm-hmm. of policies and approval of those products and you know, selling uh, approval for selling uh, to the general population, I think we are very far behind (laughs) because it's such a novel concept, such a novel product, but everyone is already, you know, all the companies, they are in talks with uh, FDA and, you know, government, uh, I don't know, institutions which are involved in creating policies and regulations for for this industry. So there is but there is a ton to do <laughs> to to get those products approved. But it's also good that you know the 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 mm, we we can have an impact as a companies because also government is very much open to listen from us like a scientists like companies who are actually doing the work about how to set the standards how to set the norms and how to they you know they are very cooperative co- trying cooperative in terms of creating the regulations so i i also have hope that this will go faster yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of all the questions that i had i you think know, we any- touched based everything yes mm-hmm. it was about future fields it was about me about yeah. sustainability yeah yes. yeah okay. so thank you so much ella
0: for um, being on the podcast with us today and for answering some of the the burning questions that we had about future fields, as well as your work um, with the company. And it was really great hearing about all the sustainability measures that are being put into place um, in future fields, as well as all the avenues that um, the company is hoping to branch out to. Um, It's great hearing about some of the UN measures of sustainability that are also um, being used. Um, as well as some of the tips that we can take away um, for use in other companies as well. So it was really great having you on our pod- podcast and um, look forward to hearing more about Future Fields' work. Um, yeah.
1: And if I may have a word, <laughs> it was very nice uh, being a guest on your podcast and... It was a very pleasant conversation with you and I am always happy to talk to younger generation <laughs> and tell them about some history. And I really have uh, high hopes for our future because you know, having people like you involved and actively acting on <laughs> changing the world always makes me happy and very hopeful that we can do it. <laughs> Yeah, thank you so much um
0: for the lovely message and for being Ooh. here today. Yeah.
1: Thank you. great Thank you. Yeah. Right. Yes, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> bye <laughs> yeah, bye. Bye. Bye.